All right, so we're talking all things relationships, and the question we have today is, are soulmates biblical? Yes, no, maybe, sometimes. Clear as mud. I thought it was <laughs> all right, yeah. hey, pretty happy. Episode over, you've yeah. learned something. Yeah. Yeah. All right, could you explain? Yeah, the notion of soulmates exists because Christians have an understanding of God's providence, his sovereignty mm-hmm. over everything in life. And so what we say at Village Church is that God allows ordains or permits all things. I think sometimes we can be a little too narrow in sovereignty and say God ordains every single thing that happens. But I would be inclined to say that there are some relationships that God probably orchestrated and ordained. And I would, I'd be inclined to say that he does not do that with all relationships. So if there's a soulmate and let's say like Brianne was not my soulmate Mm -hmm. and she's the one I chose, like I could ruin my entire life. If I have the soulmate like out there Mm -hmm. somewhere in the world and I'm stuck here married to this woman by covenant, you know, like that's, Mm -hmm. and you can see how some people could take this and be like, uh, this marriage is hard Mm -hmm. and I, I don't think I have my soulmate. Because soulmates are, it's supposed to be easy. It's the one well, your soul yeah, that's the interesting was like designed part. for. And has God ever said, like, I want you to have an easy life? What mm. if you <laughs> yeah, are right, ordained yeah. to be with somebody that makes you absolutely miserable so that you are that's being sanctified point. in a way that you wouldn't choose yeah. for yourself? So Jacob, not Jacob, Isaac and Rebecca, mm-hmm. right? So it seems that the Lord has orchestrated this really interesting series of events where this guy ends up with this woman. And that, that would strike me as a relationship that was like ordained by God. Like he wanted that to happen. He also happens to be one of the patriarchs of Israel. One of the, I mean, I mean, in terms of the history of salvation, he's a pretty important figure. So it would make sense that God might for some people orchestrate and ordain it. But, um, but the idea of soulmates, I think he can get really, really dangerous really quickly. Yeah. And I think, I think Isaac and Rebecca are just an interesting story because when the servant goes out to find this wife, he's very prayerful, and he asks, show me the woman and let me know that it's her if she gives me water and waters my camels too. Mm-hmm. So was it about a particular woman or was it <clears throat> yeah. about her character and that she was going to go above and beyond and help somebody yeah. that she didn't know totally. and also like invite them into her home and take care of him for the night since he was a traveler? Like There are yeah. a lot of things going into that whole thing, the family being able to release mm-hmm. her. Yeah. And so... So to me, because he's Jacob or Isaac, uh, it was ordained, mm-hmm. right? That, that the the quant like the the weirdness, the circumstances, them being together was just so. It just seems to be ordained by God, right? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I think He is a framework for how we do these. And it wasn't about the water. Uh, the water was a symbol of compassion. I mean, there were all these yeah. interesting cultural things that were important behind His requirements. And I think if most people treated dating like he did, we would say, here are the things I want to see. So, Lord, I'm not going to settle. And I'm probably going to run some of these things mm-hmm. by, like, somebody I respect, somebody who has a decent marriage, somebody who's mature in the faith, and say, okay, I got a list of 37 things. And they'll look at me and say, make it three, you know? Um, it, they don't have to have the certain hair color. They don't have to be a certain height. Um, one of the things I think about uh, soulmates is that Hollywood has the, – the, they basically created a, a narrative where all the guys – are the same kind of guy. They all look the same. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They got to be tall, dark, dark handsome, handsome, rich. You know what I mean? Or yes. Chris Hemsworth. Or Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> Blonde, tall, handsome, rich. You know? Right. And uh, so I think there's some danger. Like I, I struggle even with how somebody's going to read that question mm-hmm. because of all the baggage they're going to import to it. Mm-hmm. And really what we're trying to ask is, is there one person that God has ordained for me and do I have to look for that person? Mm-hmm. And, like, and you say no. I'm going to say... Almost mm-hmm. always no, no. Okay. Um, but sometimes yes. 
And if God has like a really important historical role for you, then maybe the answer is going to be gotcha. going to be yes. So the question I have then is, what are the dangers of buying into this notion of there is one person for me and I must find them, and if I don't, I ruin my life? Yeah, I think there's some serious dangers for Christians in particular because if there is a soulmate and you are not married yet, you might wait a very long time, work, yeah. just waiting for that perfect <laughs> yeah. person to come along. The picture oh, in your brain. Yes, uh, right. Uh, just not perfect mm-hmm. enough. Just yeah. not and. Let's be honest, we're all sinful and we all find that out. The other flip side is that you are married and you realize, oh, he's not perfect. She's not perfect. And now I guess I chose the wrong one. And then what? You wait for them to die. I mean, like I I, you mentioned that somebody said those exact words because they felt like their soulmate must be somewhere else. And that's that's sad. Think about the notion, like the idea that my soul is designed to be compatible with another soul. Mm. The implication of that is that our life and our marriage are gonna be easy, it's gonna be fun, and I don't know about y'all, but I've never met a marriage that is easy. Like, it is hard work to be married to another human. So if you bring all the baggage of easiness and Mm. compatibility and everything's gonna be, you Mm. know, hunky-dory, like, that's not real. That's why I say I get actually concerned even saying that soulmates might be biblical because of all the baggage that people put mm-hmm. onto it. And and if there is such a thing as a soulmate, right? I, I also struggle because inevitably uh, one person is going to die. Mm-hmm. Well, if they're my soulmate, am I allowed to remarry? Mm-hmm. Biblically, you're allowed to remarry. Yeah. But if soulmates are a thing, like, so I had a buddy, I totally disagree with him. And he, uh, he made his wife promise that if he died, she would not remarry. Oh. And I looked at him and I was like, that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard anybody say. And he, and he believed in this like Providence soulmate, mm-hmm. you know? Oh, wow. And so she said, for sure, I will promise you that. But then she told us, she's like, I'm totally going to remarry. What's he going to do? He won't, he won't care at all. Oh my he'll be totally in heaven. And then he'll page. realize, you know, and she's like, even if I make a promise to a dead person, that promise is still valid. You know? And I looked at him and I was like, because a promise is only valid as long as someone lives, right? That's Romans. That feels biblical. I was like, bro, you know that she's not going to keep that promise. And he's like, yeah, yeah but I just, it feels good. It this feels side good. of my death oh my to, goodness. to say oh. that. Like, okay, whatever. But there, there's just a lot of danger in that. I think the better route is to say um, you have no idea the kind of person that God has for you. And, but I can tell you, if we talk about God's, uh, maybe his moral will, mm. like, is it good or bad? Um, I, can, I can say, if you're going to marry somebody or date somebody that's not a believer in Jesus, I can say they're not your soulmate. Mm-hmm. I can say God does not want you to be in that relationship. I can say God doesn't approve of that marriage. But if you marry them, right? Like if you're sitting here wondering, well, what if there's some Christian man or woman that was my soulmate? You are not going to be faithful to that marriage. The the idea of soulmates, I don't find any upside other than I can look at somebody and say, the Lord has someone for you. Be patient. Mm -hmm. Make a small list of requirements. Outside of that, you just never know what the Lord's going to be up to. I just find it to be dangerous generally. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and it sounds like what we're really talking about is um, looking for people that are compatible in the right ways. Yep. And so uh, we have a lot more questions along those lines that uh, our panel answers. So thanks very much for joining us.